Welcome back to the Complete Health Rewire podcast. In today's episode, it is a special one. We're going to listen into 51-year-old Sony discuss how he lost over 50 centimeters of body fat and over 20 kilos in weight to get into the best shape of his life. Sony, like many other people, had gained a lot of weight during lockdown. He'd lost his routine, he'd lost his focus, and he was concerned he would end up with diabetes or heart issues if he didn't take action. Wearing XXL clothes and 38-inch trousers was the last straw, and he joined us after being inspired by a close friend who had lost over 30 kilos under our guidance. Listen in and be prepared to be inspired. Tony, look, this is your time. I really appreciate you taking it out to share your journey with us and give us an insight in terms of what you achieved. I mean, it would be amazing if we could just get a quick quick introduction to the man himself. Yeah, okay. My name's Sony, 51 years old, married, two children, just become a grandfather a few months back. Um, work as a postman, getting a lot of steps in. Worked at the airport for probably the last 30 odd years I have. Um, 18 years in security, left there last year. Yeah. What more can I say about myself? Uh, <laughs> well, I think a massive congratulations to anyone that doesn't know that you've become a grandfather. I think that was amazing, man. Uh, we just yeah. had a, we just had a comment come through from Chaz, the man, the myth, the legend. I know he's okay. this evening. Um, you've been working with Stacey in this coaching journey as your uh, dedicated coach. I mean, all we want to hear about today is what have you achieved? I mean, you've been with us for what, nine months? What sort of, what standout things have you achieved so far? Well, from when I first started on the journey, weighed in at 95 odd kg and down to around 75, between 73, 75 kg. Waist probably around 36, 38 when I started. It's down to about 32 now. Um, don't know how much in body fat, but I know I feel good about myself. That's what it is. Feel much fitter. There's, like um, the journey has not been easy. Like um, in the early days, like when I first started, when I had the consultation with yourselves, um, I had a shoulder injury I was telling you about. So it restricted restricted a lot of my um, movement. And I'm glad that you put me in touch with that team because um, I was going I was going all the way to Bournemouth to see an osteopath who was supposed to, who was recommended and he, he didn't do nothing. What these guys done in um, eight eight sessions, he didn't do nothing in the three months I was going to him. So I'm just glad for um, like yeah the service that you did to supply because it was like you know that was part of the um, one of the reasons I joined joined because I saw Chaz Chaz had already um, was it speaking about Henry in his some of his chats. So it did help a little bit. That's Look, tell us about that injury. What what did you have at that time? So before you started, because I know that was impacting you exercising a bit, wasn't it? Yeah, so probably um, 20, what was it? Last year was 2020, 2019 something. Um, I started getting these neurological pains, so I stopped exercising in that time. In that time then, I was going back to my old habits again, eating badly, not looking after the weight or the exercise. Then I had a little boys trip 
last year in to Marbella, where um, you know you do silly things when you're drunk and then have a little slide and slip, and that's where I've done a shoulder injury. Just like banged into the side of um, big sofa, missed Mrs. Concrete table by a few centimeters. That would have been my head, and um, that's where the injury came from. And it was just like I wasn't able to lift my arm, like even like you know, like anyway. So um, that was the injury I came in with. And you know, along the journey, I had a few more injuries like um, over Christmas with the door. I think I got a scar for life. I'll send you those pictures again at some point. Those, those scars, I don't need to see them. <laughs> those ones were horrendous. The scars are healed up now. These will be better. But um, yeah, I had those injuries. Then um, I had COVID. So I had quite a few setbacks. Then I had a reaction to the um, jabs, you know, the vaccinations. Yeah. Then I had a little few pains in the hot ECG. Remember I told you about it? Like I had a few pains in the chest and that I got all checked out. Everything's all clear. So there's a lot of obstacles to overcome along the way. Yeah. But we got there. Yeah. Mr. AC, the team, everyone helped, you know what I mean? I've got a big question for you because obviously a lot of people face these types of obstacles or varying levels of obstacles in their journey. What kept you focused? How did you kind of lean on the support system around you to I get the guess get the most out of it? I'd say the first um, two three months were a problem for me. Even probably Stacey agree. I wasn't getting in my regular workouts. I wasn't getting no regular workouts in. And the nutrition was like up and down all the time. But I think um, after Christmas is where it all um, sort of, I think I must have had a change of heart over Christmas after that injury and that. And there was just a set, just a sudden change of um, clicking the mindset. I knew where I wanted to go. I knew a grandson was on the way. There's all these, you know, all these things to look forward to. So just, kept you motivated even when the setbacks were there there was always a support bubble or take a rest or you know like the like the days like I mentioned probably for where I had the um, ankle injuries I, I could have worked the top half vice versa when I had the shoulders working the bottom half so there's always a solution there's always a solution available Stacey how did you play into this so you know when you initially had that health consultation what sort of things really flagged up to you that you thought, actually, we need to work on this immediately? Um, obviously, the injury is something we refer to our specialist coaching team for, to actually look at and get, you know, hands-on therapy for. But what sort of things really flagged up for you and what did you put in place? The biggest thing that I remember flagging up was just uh, routine and habits. Because I think for, for Sonny, like he'd gone from working in the airport for, for so long, as you mentioned at the start, and having a set routine and everything, to then no longer working there and his routine being pretty much completely out of whack. Um, so then having, you know, that that sort of a drift feeling, I suppose. And I, I remember thinking like getting routine back in place and getting those habits in place and structures in place that he'd had in the past, because he'd, you know, done fitness related endeavors in the past was going to be the most important thing. So, so you came in like you mentioned there, actually, you'd, you'd finish your work with the airport. You were in yeah. probably a little bit of that limbo phase then, so not really I having a like, routine. 
I had like three months off. So um, I was doing a lot of renovation works around the house, but I wasn't like in that same routine where I used to be getting up at four o'clock, 4.30 in the morning, going, going to work, doing my bits. So I was just like in relaxed mode and getting no steps in, doing really nothing at all. So when this um, vacancy turned up, like the post office, it fitted in pretty well because like, you know, you know, initially when I first started, there was like the 10,000 steps. It was a bit of a mission for me because I was like sitting at home every day. Yeah. So when the postman job came up, it was like, it was a, it was a, it was a walk in a park then, you know, it keeps me, kept me going. But it was a struggle like the first month when I wasn't working, mm. trying to go out for a walk and get the pace up and, you know, the initial build up, building blocks at the start. Absolutely right. I think, you know, some something to just kind of draw back on there. So was there anything that you feel like contributed to you getting up to the 95 kilos before you started with us? What sort of things that, you know, kind of led to that? Do you think it was not working? Do you think it was not having a routine, choices, habits, behaviours, friendship circle? Um, yeah, the, the friendship circle will always be there, but I don't think the 95 kg would just happen in those three months. Mm. There's a build up over time over those um, three months, nine months where I wasn't very active at all. And then when you're not active, like I said, you go back to those, those fast food, fast food meals. And you're not really, you'll have the odd day where you're eating healthy. Then the next day is a rubbish day. And it just doesn't balance out, does it? So, um, over the week, you're still gaining weight, aren't you? So, and then the social aspect, I was always out and about, always out and about, always like, you know, we're always the first ones to get to the bar and last ones to leave the bar and it wasn't really working out. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to sort of, at some point, knock it on the head. <laughs> Chaz will agree with, Chaz will agree with me, we've had, a, <laughs> we've had quite a few. Bad day, sir. <laughs> Chaz, suck your. I'm, you're I'm saying nothing. You're saying nothing. <laughs> Chaz um, is responsible now to uh, even admit that part. That's of the a like I'm saying, like same thing. Like you know, with, with the journey that Chaz was on, we've all been on that. We've all been on that on that road. So it's just like at some point, you want to take charge of your life. That's what it is. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I mean, going back to that initial health consultation, Stacey, I think you actually mentioned the other day, it was a bit of a celebratory moment when we realised where Tony was sitting in terms of his heart rate before we began um, and obviously where it is now. And obviously that in itself drove into the way that you programmed the kind of things that you put in place, especially in phase one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Sonny, when he joined up, his resting heart rate was in about 76. Yeah. The last I checked it, uh, end of last week, it was 56. So he's dropped 20 points of his resting heart rate, which is enormous. Um, and yeah, because he was in that position when he started, we were trying to get him to do a lot of aerobic work. Like you mentioned at the start, you know, 10,000 steps, trying to get walking in regularly, trying to just bring that health into line because if you're not healthy, then it's a lot harder to, to lose yeah. body fat. It's a lot harder to look good if you're not healthy than it is if you are healthy. So, you know, before you began with us, I know you've had a bit of experience of like, more high intensity stuff and interval based work. Uh, yeah. Did you see the value in actually taking it slower and building up to it? 
was uh, what was that the intensity work As it, up yeah because i think we started you off so like yeah, yeah. For a walk do this and start jogging and it was really low intensity um yeah, yeah. do you see the value in that or were you a little bit skeptical about about the the approach no it's just like um you know like there's a there's a plan behind it isn't it so i see a lot of people doing it seeing similar things but i know there's a plan behind it you just got to follow the plan mm. you can't just expect the results so, like you know before i've seen loads of people like one day in the gym and they expect like the six pack don't they yeah. it's not it does not happen like that does it yeah and like a lot of people even now how do i get rid of the body you can't just work one body part you've got to work the whole body too and it's probably the last place that shift so yeah yeah and i think that even that in itself just shows the the mindset that you had coming into it i mean you knew that it wasn't going to be a, you knew that you hadn't gained that weight overnight right so it's going to be a bit of a journey. Yeah, There's, there is no rush though. Like, uh, I mean, you want to still be alive in 20 years time, 30 years time. You want to be fit, don't you? Yeah. And so the journey is not going to end until until you're upstairs. I'd sort of say, but that's the only time it ends. Isn't it? But you want to stay fit up to then if you can. Well, in how, some way. Yeah. How did you build that into your mindset? Because obviously, a lot of people do want that quick fix and want it to happen overnight. What approach did you take that allowed you to see it as a more long-term journey? I think I've always had, I think I've always had that, but the um, mindset to actually do the work wasn't there. The um, mindset, I know the journey was going to take however long it took. So, you know, I was in no rush. There's never been no rush in anything I do. I don't, not on this journey anyway. Yeah, I like that. You put everything in place, you have. So, um, well, I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. No, <laughs> that's cool, man. I mean, you had the strategy to follow the blueprint, the yeah. training. All I'm doing is just following, following the plan, and then one day it's gonna fall into place, isn't it? So. Do you think it might have already fallen into place with you being like twenty kilos down and yeah. fifty centimeters down? Oh yeah. Like I said, I feel much better, much more. Like, you know, like when I first started my postman job, we was walking eight, eight to nine miles, ten miles. Like at Christmas, the trolley was packed, and you're pulling, pushing a trolley that's about 100, 120, 150 kilos for 15 minutes before you even start your walk. And then going up and down roads, it was a struggle because the weight was there. So after Christmas and Later on, when, when the 20 quick kilos, now I'm doing those walks in probably half the time I was doing before. Yeah, they ran much quicker. That's a bit, Stacey. I mean, from a, a performance perspective, like that's a really powerful one because that's like a almost you feel that within your lifestyle. So you, you almost you have a really clear difference between A and B where you are now. Yeah. What sort of things did you see, Stacey, in terms of like the development of the program and what someone is capable of doing now versus where we first began? Yeah, just massive differences like in how Sonny moves, obviously in what he's able to do compared to at the start because of pain. So like now he's got a lot more range of motion, he's got a lot more capability. Um, but even like in this recent block, I've got him doing band assisted chin-ups and I think he hates me for it, but <laughs> he's in a position where I have to get him doing that because the band lap pull down he was doing before is just like not challenging enough for him anymore. 
you know, so I've had to push him to that unpleasant next level. Yeah, I've done those today and it was a bit better today. That's good. Better, much better today. So. Yeah, no, that's it, you know, like I think that's that sort of sums up the whole process yeah. to date almost with Sunny is like everything is obviously challenging when you try it the first time, but like Sunny's been communicative the whole time and he's told me he's had issues and he's sent videos and he's gotten feedback and he's kept trying and it gets easier week to week. You get better week to week. Yeah. Do you think that's a do you think that's a trait that kind of allows Sonny to see so much success? That ability to feedback and communicate. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because as you touched on before, like Sonny's had a lot of setbacks over the course of this program, and most people do. You know, like nobody goes through their entire health fitness journey like, oh yeah, it was smooth sailing, nothing happened. You know, nobody's. I don't think anybody's ever encountered that, but. Sonny's always been communicative, you know, he's been like, oh, I dropped a door on my foot. <laughs> I can't train this week, <laughs> you know, I got COVID, what am I supposed to do this week, you know? Yeah. Like, and so we were able to work around it because the communication was there. Um, and so I think that that's been the most important thing is not just the communicating, but then also that attitude of it wasn't great today or it wasn't great this week, but it's going to be better next week. But we've got a few people listening into this. So obviously, we've got Chaz and, and Sook online. We've got a few people actually watching the live stream on uh, Facebook itself. Mm-hmm. Right now, I would love it if you guys just shared, either in the comments or on the actual Facebook live stream itself, just share some of the things that you're taking from this journey and you're taking from what, you know, Sony's sharing here. Because I think there's some real powerful, powerful kind of things that we could take into our own health and well-being. But forget health and well-being. Think about all the other obstacles we face day to day, whether it's at work, whether it's with family, whether it's you know lifestyle related, celebrations that we've got coming up. But think about what we're saying here. Communication, talking, being open, being vulnerable, like feeling comfortable asking questions, knowing that you don't have to be the expert in everything. But I think there's so many different applicable ways that we could use that. And I think that's a superpower, man. Like the ability to adapt. I think that's an actual superpower that... So I don't think you give yourself enough credit for what you've achieved, man. I never do. I never do. Like, that's what Stacey always says to me. I think you're too hard on yourself. She always says that. Yeah. Too hard on yourself. I don't see the things that she sees. So even like in the pictures, she'll see like the development in that. And I don't see it. And I'm thinking, where's she? And then after stretch the picture out or, you know? So I just underplay it. Do you think, that, Stacey, Do you think that's a helpful thing, by the way? That that mindset, that trait to downplay the success, or do you think that sometimes is a blocker? I think it is sometimes a blocker. Like I think it, it is important to be able to acknowledge what you've achieved so far. There's a fine line. Obviously, you don't want to be complacent, but then I also don't think that's at any risk. <laughs> you know, Sunny's at any risk of falling into that category. So <laughs> you know, I think it is important to stop and acknowledge what you've achieved, even if you have things further on that you want to go on to achieve it's still important to acknowledge what you've done so far yeah. yeah so you you came in you've obviously seen the physical changes you've seen 50 centimeters of body fat come off you you've seen 20 kilos of body fat come down you're fitter you're healthy you've got more energy i mean these i think were actually objectives that you set on day one i'm really keen to understand what other things did you achieve in this journey outside of those objectives that you expected when you joined us? What expected? It's a tough one, right? Putting you on the spot with that one. Outside of the journey or inside? I would say from what you you kind of received from us, I guess, and also 
just you know like the unexpected benefits of of kind of following this through and taking action because obviously it, december for you represented just after christmas represented a big opportunity you realized you you know you're going to be a granddad and you use that as a, a driving force and motivation but what other sorts of things came up in this that you've achieved that you potentially weren't expecting to achieve um, like um, probably like the shift in mindset it wasn't always there i was very erratic like i said with my nutrition just focus you know a lot of time not focusing on the right things um a lot of um, distractions whatsapp groups um your outside um, influences so it's just um trying to sort of um control a lot of those people you know in your life yeah or or try to you know what i mean not rid of not get rid of them just like keep it down to a minimum or get rid of the groups um reading a bit more mm. i mean it's just some personal development in yourself it's just taking a lot of um other bits and pieces on um what can i say um just getting habits in place like for bedtime like you know brushing your teeth flossing all those you know habits that you weren't doing before yeah after you had a shower like like taking care of your feet and all kinds of all kinds of different sort of routines in place yeah and looking at new products to use and new snacks um new one at the moment i'll put it up in the group a bit later is the um i just bought some matcha powder green tea yeah that's very good for you but just trying to mix it up at the moment just trying to get out so so it sounds like you've really immersed yourself into it so it wasn't just about a program it was a lifestyle that you've committed to now yeah yeah this is like hopefully fingers crossed no more setbacks like i said like if i do have any setbacks now i can just like next day i'm back on it yeah now before it might take a few days a few weeks yeah but it's, yeah, it's for the rest of your life, really. You want to stay in this, in this kind of mode. I feel like that's such a such a benefit of going through setbacks throughout the process is that you learn that you can just come back from them. Yeah. You learn that, that you can work around them. You know, it stops becoming such an overpowering thing. Because a lot of people think, um, like you know, they have one bad meal or two days bad food that that they can't get back on track. But then they, if they continue it, then it only gets bad. But if you get back on it on the third day, it's the same with the training. If you get back on it the third day or the second day, you're back on back on line, aren't you, again? So That's building that, that resilience with that mindset to say, look, there's going to be things that come up rather than hiding away from these issues. I'm going to jump up, I'm going to face them, and I'm going to win, I'm going to succeed, or I'm going to find another route. You, you may well have planned your workout for this afternoon but then you get home and you got some relatives around or somebody said come around so then you just fit it in the next day because you have enough days in the week to still get it in you've got to be be able to be very flexible haven't you with your time that's what it is i personally think you're too popular man like, it sounds like you've got way too much <laughs> too many social engagement I, mean, yeah, I haven't like <laughs> lockdowns um helped helped a lot with yeah. that though you know Absolutely. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, you can, 
I was the hardest thing for me to say was no to all of these. That's what my wife always used to say as well. Can't say no to any of these social events. You've got to always turn up, haven't you? <laughs> it brings you up. You can't, you can't say no to them. You've got to go out, even if you don't go for a drink or whatever. Yeah, man. I like. So again, even you saying that, I guess you start to prioritize your health, your well-being, and still go to these events, but not feel restricted, not feel that you have to just get smashed, let's say, or drink over or drink too much. Like you were able to take way more control there. Yeah, I've like um, I think before you jumped on like this morning's chat. Hmm. Yeah, we was talking about a little um, blower I had. It wasn't bad, bad, but. Because I don't, I don't drink as often as I used to. I felt a bit rough on the Sunday, so you know, one too many, or two too many, or three too many. Like Stacy pointed out earlier, it's because of the body weight you've lost, and then your the resistance, you know, your tolerance to alcohol isn't as strong as it used to be. You know, when you regularly drink, your tolerance you build it up, but it's not like it's not in my. Um, land anymore so I'll have a drink with dad on a Saturday night one drink a week yeah on a Saturday night that's my routine now something else comes up comes up but then I can restrict myself yeah that's that's awesome I mean that in itself is awesome I just want to share this from Suk Suk didn't know that you'd had all these setbacks okay Suk's joined this journey very very recently I have um, probably, I've probably met him because I know Chaz's cousins. Yeah. Well, Chaz's cousins anyway, but probably met him at some point. <laughs> this So this has soon become the Chaz Academy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. But no, think about this. I mean... <laughs> Not quite. Since <laughs> you shared that, it's really impressive that you've gone through all of these setbacks and these challenges, but you've still been able to see that success with the level of weight and body fat that you've dropped. And he just said that it just goes to show that when you've got a long-term goal and a clear focus, anything's possible. And he's just shared a welder message to you. So, so well, thank you. I'll send those messages afterwards. Yeah, man. I'll call those afterwards. Amazing. And yeah. another thing that I wanted to ask you is, at the, I'd say at the outset of this journey, you were the number one priority to help you improve your health, to lose the weight, to improve your physiology and even your mindset, who else has benefited from this? Who else in your household has seen you do what you've done and then taken that inspiration? Yeah, my my daughter and my sister have um, just joined, um, not just, a couple of months back, they joined um, David Lloyd, hmm. like down the road here. So they go quite regularly. They go five times a week, so sometimes six times a week. There's always different classes they book onto. Some of my daughter's doing a bit of weights. I think my sister's doing a little bit. But um, they've all had it. I think my sister's had more um, sort of health issues than anybody else. Like she's had thyroid problems, all these other issues with her health. Asthma, she had pneumonia at one time. But, so she she will benefit from it. She always comes around most days. She only lives around the corner. So she, she sees us always out in the conservatory or now, like now in the garden because the weather's good. Always like sort of doing a little bit. That's amazing, man. I mean, as you say that, do you feel quite proud of yourself for inspiring that action? Um, like I'm going to underplay it again. I'll just, <laughs> I think they've just um, gone about it. 
just they've just seen it and done it. I don't know if they, well, I was the inspiration. I've never like really chatted to them about it, but then sometimes they talk to me about some of the meals or snacks, mm. what we can do, snacks and meals. It's funny, like you, you downplayed as you said, but I remember obviously at the start of this journey, you had a lot to learn in terms of your nutrition and managing your own health and things. I remember getting on a call with you. I think it was a couple of um, a couple of months ago now, probably. And I remember you, you were telling me that you were talking to them about like how they have to make sure they're getting enough protein in and yeah. what they can do to do that and how they weren't eating enough and they have to make sure they're getting enough calories in and yeah, yeah. You know, like all the stuff that you'd sort of picked up and were then passing on to them. Yeah, they weren't getting enough calories in and they were like, you know, having one meal, two meals a day. And um, I don't think they ever wrote anything down. They don't use my fitness power and they might be using it now, but they never like used to register anything. So and I used to look at, I ask them what are they eating today? I was like, mentally, like what they've um, told me, they've eaten, and you think, yeah, eating enough calories from what you need. So it's just from the knowledge that I've, knowledge that I've um, gained from yourselves. Right. I, I think this is something that we talk about a lot. It's not what we say to our kids or to the people we care about. It's not what we say because you can talk out yeah, of your yeah. ass all day long. Yeah. I, but when you actually say, when you actually do what you say and you, you live with that integrity within your own life and they see you taking the action and seeing the results and reaping the, the rewards, that's the inspiration. That's the driving factor. And I think that's what I want you to really commend yourself for and just take a, take a second to actually acknowledge your action-inspired action, not your words, your action-inspired action. I think that's really powerful, man. Yeah, because people always watch what you're doing, not listen to what you're saying, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Always. It's always been the case. Yeah, man. I love that. I mean, we've kind of covered quite a lot of ground here today. I mean, you've... I think what we figured out is when you started, you potentially weren't in the best place, physically speaking. Like, there was obviously a lot of work that we need to do with there with the injury rehab. Stacey put an awesome program together that kind of built you up gradually over time. And you've stayed with us for nine months because you know that it wasn't just a, a quick rush to a finish line. Even now, you've got goals and objectives that you're trying to progress with. I know now you've mentioned in the chat earlier and you set some objectives. You're looking to start uh, or join a gym this week, right? This week, yeah. Because I was talking to Stacey on our call a couple of weeks ago and I said, um, I'm looking at joining the gym. Uh, I did mention to her that Panthers, one that came up in our group chat. Hmm. There's a few, one of the lads goes there, I know him, Herman. Yeah, yeah, um, he's yeah. Great. good lad. Man. I know, he's a close family friend as well. So, um, but then, like I said to Stacey in our chat the other day, it doesn't seem productive enough for me to go to Panthers because when I finish work around two o'clock, 2.30, it's like the school hours. Yeah. So it's gonna take me half an hour, 45 minutes. So I'm losing out on that time. But in that time, you get frustrated with traffic and that. And the time you get to do your workout, you just haven't got the motivation, then you may lose it. So I've got one nurse around the corner from me. I'm going to see it tomorrow. So I've made an appointment with him um, last week. So I'm going to go and see the guy tomorrow. It's Gold's Gym is two minutes from my work when I finish work. It just makes, it just makes more sense. I like that, man. So again, you've seen that there's a potential obstacle for you being, I guess, able to sustain that action. So you got ahead of it before it became yeah. a problem. Like when I spoke to Stacey, she said, yeah, that will be an obstacle at some point because some days you're going to see the traffic and as you said, 
are you going to go? But then I've always got a backup plan. I've always got to work at home. I've got my gym at home. So there's always a backup really good for people to know too, is that something like hasn't had a gym. He hasn't been at a gym. He's just been training at home this whole time. You know, so it's it's not like he's had enormous um, access to equipment or anything like that. He's got a decent gym set up, but he's been training from home this whole time. So you don't necessarily need all the equipment in the world. It's more about the consistency and the execution. I mean, so I've got to ask you, man, at the start, at the very beginning, I did ask you this question on our first call. I said, what would happen if you don't join us? What happens if you don't take action and join us on this coaching journey? And I've actually got your notes from that call. Okay. But, but no, I'm not going to say. I don't even, um, probably even remember. I know. <laughs> just from myself, there, man. If I, if I hadn't joined, I would have still. I would have probably been 115 pounds, 115 kilos now. Yeah, 115 kilos. Then with all the other um, issues that you get with it. Yeah, all the other problems you get with it, diabetes or another ailment after ailment, isn't it? Yeah, man. That's what it is. I like that. So you took you took action rather than just allowing <laughs> things to get super but out I, of control. I remember um, years ago, like 2014, I had another knock on the head then, 2013, sorry. Um, my cholesterol was like super high. It was like about 80 or something. And the doctor said, I'll put you on tablets and that. And I said, no way. I'm not going on tablets, so I've done something about it, and I brought that all the way down from like 80 down to about 54 at that time through through those hip workouts and that. So. Can I ask why why didn't you just go back to doing hit when you started with us? Why didn't you just go back to doing that sort of hit and um, that sort of approach? Um, wasn't really building up. I know you had to do weight training to get the tone, the shape lose the body fat. The hip workouts, I probably mentioned before, started um, impacting on the joints. It was great, like I said, I've said before, it's great for um, like, you know, if you're playing a five-a-side five -side game and that your fitness was like super, mm. like Superman up, down that pitch all day long. Before my one run, I'd make one run and I say, you're standing there like <laughs> out of breath. And you know, it's a struggle to get back, isn't it? Yeah. On those five side pitches. It's constant, the ball's in play, constant, so. Yeah. So you, you saw that maybe the hit wasn't going to be the right approach, I guess, especially with the shoulder injury, right? Yeah. So a lot of that was body weight. So press-ups were a problem. A lot of the stuff was pro problems, like even like you didn't like the mountain climbers on the floor. A lot of it was like body work and you had to hold up on the shoulders and there's the impact on the shoulders. Yeah, man. I've got a, I think a final question for me is, if you, if you were to speak to somebody that's just starting their journey now, and I'm going to put you on the spot, so I should have probably prepared you for this, but if somebody's just starting their journey now, what advice would you have for them? Maybe the top one or top two, top three bits of advice that you'd share to them for them to get the most out of, I guess, the supports available to them or the journey itself? Um. What I'd say to them is, first of all, they need to know is there is no quick fix. That's what I would say. That you, then you've got to be in the, in it for the long run. Because like like I think I've mentioned before, people want results straight away. It doesn't happen that way. Everyone's built different. 
So no quick fix, no quick fix at all. Um, longevity, you want it for life really. You don't want it just for like two weeks, 12 weeks, 18 or 36, whatever it is, the halfway point of the year, 26 weeks. You just want to feel good all, every day, don't you? Yeah. Get up, feel good about yourself, get on with your, get on with your job. Yeah, man. I like that. Stacey, just a, a quick one from you. And again, I'm putting you on the spot here. What, what was it that you think has helped Sony just get so much out of this and achieve the results that he's achieved? I know it's difficult to wrap it up in a sentence or so, but if you could name like a couple of the traits that you feel um, are potentially transferable to others to allow them to see this level of success. I think it's the main thing has been a combination of that willingness to be open and communicate when there's issues or when things aren't going according to plan. Um, and then off the back of that, implementation of advice that's given. You know, like he'll come to me and say, this happened, or I've had a not a great week because of this, or I'm struggling with this. And I give him something to work on and he would implement it. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing is that it's not that it's been smooth sailing for Sunny because it definitely hasn't at sometimes, but every time that he's come up against something, his attitude has been, that he'll implement the things that we suggest and he'll work through it and he'll keep going. So I think that's probably been the biggest thing. Just one thing to add on that, you know, with the implementation, it's not always been smooth, you know, in terms of, it's not always been the right answer straight away. <laughs> if we go back to the pull-ups that we've been working on recently, yeah. like you tried it, you adapted it, a video came through, adapted okay. it. The approach is constantly moving forwards, but even if we fail in an approach, it's really positive feedback it's powerful feedback to allow us to support and coach more effectively so i think that's that's a huge one and i just want to say thank you Sonny, because you've you've overcome so much you stayed on it you stayed focused you've reached out you've asked for the relevant support and now you're actually a pillar within the community itself the facebook community you've agreed to do this today there's other people looking up to you right now man so i just want you to know like we're really grateful to be working with you and we can't wait to see you take this to the next level, man. But I think we'll probably call it there, unless there's any questions. Suk, Chaz, you, you guys are still online. There's three people watching on Facebook right now. Any questions for the main man or any comments? We've just got no some questions on Facebook. Sorry, Chaz. No, no, no questions. Just uh, well done, man. It's been inspiring to see your journey. Thank you, Chaz. Obviously, yeah, we, we've obviously had <laughs> Our own times together, so you've seen me and I've seen yeah, you kind of thing. So. Each other, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's been very inspiring to see how you overcome with, uh, challenges and, like, you know, other there, there'll be others in and around your age group which will hopefully take inspiration from that as well, yeah. of all ages. Absolutely, I, I think of all ages, man, because I know I keep alluding to the fact that you're over fifty, Sonny, but I, like I said in that comment on the Facebook Messenger group, I think. You put a lot of 25 year olds to shame with that stamina. Um, I've just had a message come from on Facebook saying that you've absolutely smashed it. Poven's dad is a similar age and he's going to be showing his your journey to him so that it will inspire him to greater action. And I know Poven's actually helped his dad get into my fitness pal recently. He's exercised and he's lost his first two to three kilos. So amazing, man. Absolutely amazing. Any age group can work for anyone, can So different for everybody isn't it different age groups like the older you are it's not always easy is it 
Yeah. Sucks just shared in the chat. Look, just keep going, keep it up. Being over 50 shows age is just a number. It's powerful, man. Age ain't nothing but a number. That's what it is. <laughs> I love it. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time out this evening. But it's only thanks for your time today, man. I really appreciate it, bro. Well, I'd just like to say thank you to everyone that's tuned in. And um, thank you all for your support. Did you enjoy this podcast today? If so, we share so much more valuable content on our Instagram every day. Join me at The Indian Body Coach. And if you're interested in working with us, simply click the link in my bio. We are so grateful for you tuning in today. And look, have a powerful week ahead.